it's what, what was the title it's a work in progress tarkov and how punishment is a story or some shit it's, bro i don't know it's oh my god i want you, that video I, I so bad i don't know this is in y'all's boat What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, movies, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, an Escape from Tarkov streamer and YouTuber. Uh, and I'm Veritas. Happy to announce that I am here uh, with my wife's boyfriend, uh, DJ <laughs> Peach Cobbler. Uh, welcome, my friend. Welcome. How you doing? What's up, man? Oh, thanks. It's good to be here. I did not expect that intro. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm doing good. You know, just working on another video, plugging away. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. What? Um. I mean, we might as well just get started. Just hopping in. I, I got a bunch of random ass questions, and feel free to to, to mention, uh, pivot into whatever the yeah. hell you want the whole time. Um, what what got you started with with uh, making video essays? If that's what you did start with, um, or with YouTube in general. I mean, honestly, it was just sort of a whim. Uh, I think you know, I was playing Half-Life 2, and I was like, I got some things to say about Half-Life 2 that no one else has said, and that is absolutely incorrect. Everyone has said everything there is to say <laughs> yeah. about Half-Life 2. But I, I just started working on a video. Uh, that turned out to be bad, but I just liked... I don't know. I, I liked making something, even if it's just you know a dumb little video. Yeah. Uh, so I just kept going. And uh, up until very recently, no one really cared. So that was weird recently. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's no real story behind it. You know, yeah. I, I just like watching those sorts of videos. Mm -hmm. So, you know. And that's, I mean, it's it's interesting that, I mean, I'm sure we'll kind of weave in and out of talking about this throughout the night, but that's the connection of how you ended up here on the podcast. So I'm just on YouTube and I see a thumbnail for a video. The very first video I saw was your Far Cry 3 video. And, uh, and I loved that game. <laughs> like, so I see the thumbnail I've been, I've been like finding myself more attracted to video essay style stuff and just like leaving it on while I'm doing other stuff. And so I clicked it and then I watched all your videos and then we were on the podcast and I was like, I was like, dude, you need to check out DJ Peach Cobbler. And I told him to watch your ritualistic sacrifice of death training video. And then it was like, after that, the next week that we were talking about Veritas was like, yo, this guy's videos are great. I was like, yeah. And he's popping off on YouTube. And so it took me a while to realize that that was why I was originally served your video because of whatever YouTube was doing. But we, we I started looking. I was like, dude, his last no, video. Of course, Jesse, of course, us mentioning it is the reason oh, yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. It's of the, course, the if, you look, if you go on Social Blade, you can see that, you know. Yeah. But I was like. Do you have any idea what the. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Do you, I was, have, do you have any idea what like contributed to that yeah so man i've been thinking about that for a while and i really don't know like i don't want to say i never oh is it yeah it's just catching. i just up. got some oh gotcha uh i, I don't want to say i never pander to the algorithm because it's sort of a spectrum you know mm. what i mean like if i if i'm maybe i want to make a 10-hour video on grand theft auto 3 like you know, and like that's what I want to do. And if I'm like, I should cut that down, you know, so people will fucking watch the thing. Yep. Like yeah. that's sort of pandering, you know. Well, not pandering, but you know. Uh but yeah, as far as like what caused it, I don't know. The Far Cry three video was a big part of it. The Fallout video where I mm -hmm. lost my mind. <laughs> uh, 
yeah and thankfully from there people just kept uh watching my stuff you know so that was nice it was like, so I, crazy to see it was like i was like dude his last video was his ten thousand subscriber q a and i'm like it says he's got ninety thousand subscribers. What? What? Like? Yeah. It what was, the fuck? It was crazy. To yeah. See no. How... It, that was also <laughs> weird. Like when I posted that, it was so th this all occurred at like the worst possible time. Like I'm glad it happened. It's nice, but you know, just the worst time. Like I was literally moving from Germany to Texas. Well, you know, and I don't want to show off my geography knowledge. They're they're very far, <laughs> Se several miles. You know, many miles. So, it was just a, you know, that was a big process. I didn't have my computer and, you know, I just wasn't playing games. So I had nothing to say. And like, literally, like I was sitting in a hotel room and like, that was when it all started from 10,000, like it hit 10,000. I was like, wow, that's crazy. I'll have yep. to make a video. And then by the time I made the video, I think I was at 80,000 or 90. <laughs> and it's just, the, the worst part was posting that video after like my longest break, which was like a month, month and a half. Yeah. And, you know, people commenting like, later like man this guy uploaded really late and it's like fuck you <laughs> i couldn't control it yeah I was, I was miserable on some plane i hate flying but yeah uh, go figure you actually have a life outside of making videos and that that can affect the videos you make whoa crazy well well let's not overstate it it's not much of one <laughs> but a life does exist outside yes them. yes but uh so that was the connection on how we both kind of like got into your videos and i know veritas has been digging into doing a lot of video essays on the game that we both play a lot of escape from tarkov and then expanding that out into like the speedrunning community so i think we were both just a lot into the more video essay style and i don't know for me i can't speak veritas but for me do you really just ride this line really well of like Every time I like, especially the first few videos when I'm like, you know, gauging you out and I was like feeling out what this guy was about. Like you really ride the line perfectly on like, this guy's just a schmuck. He's just goofing off and having fun and he's funny. But then like really poignant, like at the end, you're thought provoking, like, dude. <laughs> like, dude, I watched the ritualistic sacrifice of death stranding. And I like, I just like sat there for a minute afterwards. And I was like, thinking about how critical I am in my life and if I if those criticisms are ever founded in anything or if they're just regurgitated like it's crazy so you write that line so well and uh how much of that is intentional and how like going back to the subtleties of you know quote unquote pandering to the algorithm and how much of that is just you doing you and that's just kind of your your brand that's just who you are huh. well first of all thank you that, that it's it's really nice to hear all this stuff about my videos I, you know it, it means a lot because you know I, I do work hard on them um but i would say that's really just so I, I realized what it was when i first started making videos they were mostly just focused on i was mostly inspired by like i don't know if you'll watch yahtzee croshaw he does the zero punctuation videos mm -mm. and you know oh he, he's great i highly recommend okay him. he uh He's got a very particular sort of cartoony style and his videos, they're not video essays. They're just straight up reviews. He's been doing like a five minute review for games like mm. once a week for, I think, 11 years. And they're, they're fantastic. They're all on the channel, The Escapist. And he he like started working with them a long time ago. I think if he went off on his own, he'd be a lot bigger now. But mm. uh, regardless, you know, just 
there's not like a point. There's not a thesis behind all of his videos. They're just reviews. But occasionally he'll just drop these fucking like nuggets of like just like wisdom, you know? And, yeah. Uh, those were the parts that I always really liked, I guess, you know, and Shammy, he's a huge inspiration. Um, but I just started making, you know, just goofy comedy gaming videos or whatever, just having fun. And I started just dropping videos. Like I've got a million half written scripts in my channel mm. or in my uh, Google docs. And I think the thing is, I just need something to emotionally like latch onto personally. Like it's all, you know, cause you know, the blow ups recent, I was making videos for like a year before that. Yeah. I, I had to care, you know? And like the, the reason the end, I guess is usually so serious is because like, that's what I cared about, you know? Mm, yeah. Like that's, I finished the video for that last bit and the rest, you know, I was having fun, but yeah, there, there's just something I, I need to have to say. Yeah. You know? That's totally like it, it your, your, videos have given me i think a like almost kind of a second wind a little bit because so i um i've done a bunch of recently especially longer form kind of video essay stuff and i get tons of shit because i'm like one of the few in the escape from tarkov community that doesn't just do like here's a seven minute highlight video from <laughs> you know my twitch stream or here's hey. a video where i talk about what the best item is that everybody knows because it's on the fucking wiki or whatever um where i'm like i'll i'll talk for an hour and 20 minutes about why the networking is fucked up but i'll like tie it into the fucking scale of the universe and all this other shit and, <laughs> and like i because i just i like to not only do i like to learn random shit but i also like to like explain interesting concepts that i'm excited about that I can then like draw metaphors to and throw it in there to have it, you know, in some way sort of either teach a lesson or, or act as a metaphor. Um, but I will say that a lot of like those videos, they take like a months to make, they get 2% of the views, but it's like, it's like, this is my fucking art. Like I'm proud <laughs> of this and YouTube hates it. And a lot of people, the way it ends up being is like the people that see it, all the comments are either like, this is one of the best videos I've ever seen in my life, or you fucking talk too much, you piece of shit douchebag. <laughs> Just go back to playing Tarkov. You know, it's like, ooh. So, you know, I, I've been hesitating for a long time because I, I didn't I didn't think that there was a way necessarily to succeed going down that route. Um, but I see a lot of overlap and similarity with the stuff that we do where you can get into stuff that is highbrow and you know like educational and you know metaphorical and completely unrelated um and then bring it back and have it be interesting yeah. i love that shit so I'm, I'm i'm excited to have seen you know you blow up it's like okay well i guess it's not what do i want to say i guess it is my fault and not youtube's fault that i haven't blown up yet because somebody can do it somebody so. can do it <laughs> I mean, it, it's, I, I saw, uh, you know, on your channel, like I, I've only watched and I've yet to finish it. You know, it's just like, you know, I, I know the struggle of making one of those hour long videos and it just doesn't do as well. Cause I did one of those and that just about killed me. Cause you know, I got a job. So like that, you know, like a separate thing and it just, yeah. uh, you know, it didn't do well. It's done better later, but it's, uh, it, I think part of the problem is, 
like if you post a video and like your current subscribers aren't already into that i could use the men in black video as an example like it's that's sort of a risk because then i from what i've heard you know uh like youtube won't like continue to recommend your shit yeah it's yeah, yeah like I get how that makes sense on their end, but like creatively, it really does fuck you up. Cause like the videos I've had the most fun making, like, I, I think I learned like creating stuff is when you're watching a creator and you like their stuff and they do a certain thing, you know, over and over, like they, you know, they got their niche and they do something completely out of left field and you're a little less like, as oh, isn't why I watch mm -hmm. them, you know, whatever. Uh, I've only realized now, like when they do that, you should really click. Cause that means mm. they're like, I, I care so much about this that I'm going to take a risk and like, you know, potentially mess up my growth just cause yeah. like, I think this is this entertaining, you know, like, that's, yeah, that's Amen. a really interesting, of course, my masterpiece, the, the top waifus of history, <laughs> <laughs> my masterpiece, my art. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that was a, good shit. That's a really uh, good point. That, when I made that video, like I'd never done face cam before. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was just like, I really want to like, I just I wrote the video like in my head, essentially, while walking back from the grocery store because I'd been looking up a lot of like history stuff around that time period in the Mediterranean. And I was like, this is fucking funny. This could be a great video, <laughs> but not I'd have to do something completely out of left field. So I just set up my phone and I was like, I bought a whiteboard that I could slap post -it notes on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, and I, I realized after that, like there was a good response and the algorithm doesn't like it, but it's good for you, you know, personally, yeah. I think. To just make the shit that you're like, I really care about this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I wonder, I wonder for, for someone like you that, you know, you make all this stuff, you make all this stuff and a lot of it is, I, I don't know what categories exist on YouTube other than like there's music and then there's like Minecraft and then, mm -hmm. you know, there's all these niches. And, you know, I was thriving in the escape from Tarkov, this tiny little niche in, yeah. in um, you know, the, the, the gaming community. And then I started to do, uh, even just switching to a different type of game, you know, moving over to like doing longer form speed running content. It's like just totally tanks. But the thing is, is like comparable videos have 2 million views. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, well that channel, see that there's weird things because there are channels that have like 6,000 subscribers and a video with three and one video with yeah. 3 million views. And then there are also channels that have 3 million subscribers and every video they do every two months gets 3 million views, you know, and then it's like somebody like me who, you know, would could potentially, you know, get 60 to two or 300,000 on a video. And then all of a sudden average averaging six or 7,000 for every six week long video that they make. It's like, oof, fuck shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's I feel like it's a lot like when you're if you're streaming and you if you start yourself off as a variety gamer and you build a following, you're just already in that mind frame where people are coming to see how X person is going to react to X game or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, maining a game for two, three, four years and then switching. It's just like I mean, it's like every day you've experienced this. I mean, I've I've been testing out some other games. I'll play like four and a half hours of Tarkov, and my first game of Warzone chat just blows up with, "Oh no, Tarkov today!" I'm like, "Where have you been?" I was just oh, did you like, give up, did you give up on Tarkov? What do you mean? So I feel like that there's got to be something there where the algorithm is just like on YouTube. Yeah, it's just. Would I? I wonder. Would I have performed better if I had a brand new channel I, with well, zero subscribers? I think and so. Posted it? I I I think. 
I think that's why people make a bunch of separate channels because it's all about can you get people to click in the first few minutes? Because I think I heard a podcast with like Fwiz or one of the YouTube guys where they talk about that, where basically it's like a tiered system. Like YouTube, you click publish and YouTube shows it to like 100 people. And if, you know, 93 click, they show it to 1,000. And if 900 click, they show it to 10 million. And it just goes poof. But if you don't get those clicks, they just go, no one wants it. And they just bury it. And they show it to to my Tarkov subs who are like Super yeah. Mario, like fuck off. Exactly. It's a baby game. And then they're like, okay, not showing it to anybody else. But it's not like, like DJ, you've, you basically started off just kind of making whatever you wanted to make. And it, it quickly, I mean, even going back through looking at your thumbnails, Doom, Fallout, uh, Half-Life, talking about Valve, like, and I feel like you were able to kind of set that precedent and, and people just like people like me who click on one video and then click on another and click on another. Now I'm just bought into you. I'm just here for like, I want to hear what you have to say about basically every game. You know what I mean? Well, thank you. But, <laughs> I mean, it's it's such a struggle. Like, uh, not not for how do I put this? Uh, I was watching one of y'all's the the this podcast, and y- y'all were talking about like doing things that weren't Tarkov and people getting upset at you. Mm-hmm. And like, I this was only th- this was like a f- fraction as bad as how how I imagine it must be for y'all. But like the first few videos I did that did do well, and the alg- and I didn't have to like go on Reddit and be like, please watch my video. <laughs> uh, it was the stalker videos. And yeah, I guess it's like an underserved niche, you know. And I know like, what is it? The Tarkov head developer worked on those games, right? Something like that. There's a lot of crossover in the community, yeah. and I think that the the lead developers took a lot of inspiration from Tarkov. I mean, from from, uh, from Stalker. Stalker, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's after I posted those videos and they did well and it was like 90% of my audience, keep in mind, it was 90% of like 4,000 people, mm-hmm. you know, but it, they, they were all just stalker fans. And they're like, when's the next stalker video? And I was like, Oh shit. Is this what this is like? Like I was scared. Like yeah. all of a sudden YouTube, like the algorithm was like, this is the stalker guy. Yep. He yeah. About, he's the, uh, excuse me. He's the English speaking stalker guy. So yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it's, you know, I can only imagine like it, the size y'all are at. Like, I, I don't really get that anymore because thankfully the algorithm pushed, you know, it was like Far Cry. Yeah. Far Cry fans, Far Cry fans just like mainstream games. Like no one is like, I just play Far Cry. Yes. Fuck all that other stuff, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's, but yeah, I only imagine like Tarkov is such like a specific, like, it, it, you know, it's a hardcore game. I played four rounds of it. <laughs> really? I, I wrote half a video on it, but it, oh my god, it just, I want that so video. It, but <laughs> it's what, what was the title? It's a work in progress. Tarkov and how punishment is a story or some shit. It's, Bro, I don't I, know. It's oh my god, I want you, that video I, I so you, bad. I don't know. This is, I'm in y'all's boat. This is <laughs> masturbatory. Boom, dude. This I, is masturbatory for sure. But uh, you should you should uh, check out if you haven't already. Uh, I did a short series oh, called Getting yeah. Tarkov. Yep. where it's it's i think very very similar to some of the critiques you've done about games where it's like here are all the things that are fucked up about all these games and here's why i still love them yeah that's like the thesis behind that whole series and they're all yep. 20 to 40 minute video essays um uh, i was just you... gonna say oh i'm sorry i didn't mean no, 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 go ahead go ahead uh, i was just gonna say the um the does tarkov need to be fun yes one? that was one uh, tarkov's not supposed yeah, to be fun 
Yeah, that was interesting. Because, like, you know, it's a lot of the games I play, I just... You know, fun implies carefree, you know? Yeah. And, like, you know, I sure as shit wouldn't describe, like, Bloodborne, one of my favorite games ever. I wouldn't describe it as carefree. Yeah. Or specifically the slower Souls games, like the first Dark Souls. Like, yeah. You know. Exactly. And how, yeah, how you can derive fun from a punishing experience where you get through it and you're not looking back and immediately going, that was fun. But you look at it 10 years later thinking it was so fun basically pushing through that challenge. And there's a lot of games like that. Stalker, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Tarkov. Um, I mean, like, oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I was just saying, and that was kind of the the thesis behind that. Yeah, no, I mean, like movies, like no one, like Annihilation. I cared enough <laughs> to watch it and like think about it for two fucking years <laughs> and then you know watch it again like several times just so i was like i, I got so much to say about that movie like it, it made an impression on me yeah no one would describe that as like fun you yeah know? like that i can't picture that quote on the movie poster you know <laughs> a super fun watch it's it's yeah. it's fun in the same way that like f- not the movie fight club, but just being in a fight club. Like you can see someone getting up off the ground and like pulling a tooth out and just being like, that was fucking like your adrenaline's pumping. And like, that isn't fun, but you can enjoy the experience. Yep. You know, even if it isn't stereotypically enjoyable in that same way, there's, there's a lot of things. That's kind of what I say in that, that the video and that there's, there's more ways to enjoy an experience than to be, gleefully carefree you know laughing um it's why you know band of brothers is so fucking good and and why saving private ryan was so good and and, yep. and why a movie like annihilation that i had literally never heard of literally never fucking heard of it i still can't believe it's, it that i'm i'm sorry do you stop talking or did your voice just cut out my internet is trash no no, no it's a, that's uh you're good to go yeah, the reason I keep asking, like, oh, did you actually stop or did I just stop hearing things because my internet's fucking terrible? I- I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no problem. I, that, that was the most clickbaity title I've ever done, the the movie you should, because it's instantly like, what does this guy know that I don't? <laughs> and I got, I mean, it also, like, pushed up engagement because I got a bunch of fucking comments that are like, I did see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but that's, see, but that yeah, title not- is not a clickbait title. That title is oh. is fucking perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. You know, I, I'm actually falling victim to some of my commenters. It's, it's like there's a difference between clickbait and clickable. Yes. You know, it's a very clickable title. And that's exactly. the thing. And that definition in the comment section is completely lost. If if the if the title was in any way constructed around trying to get people to click, then people are like, that's clickbait. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not. Clickbait is putting something on the title or thumbnail that's not in the video to get you to click. You know what I mean? That's a very distinct It's, it's misleading. Difference. It's not, yeah. it's not, you want me to, to sell you something without any marketing or salesmanship. Exactly. Like, fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you won't even be able to watch this video to, to whine about it if yeah. I don't make the, the thumbnail yeah. and or the title grab, something interesting. Grab a newspaper yeah. or a magazine and try to find a place where they're not trying to get you to pick it up and read more. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not new. You know what I mean? This The headline is not a new concept. That's, yeah. As long as it's reflective, I, I do get a lot of comments because my videos, since I do open up with weird, you know, just out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know if I'm using this correctly, non sequiturs. 
you see that's the benefit of writing i get to be like am i going to use this <laughs> yeah i can look it up later real quick and delete my history nuke my computer <laughs> but yeah it's uh you know as long as it, like the video wasn't called uh natalie portman does what all caps gone sexual and then i photoshopped a <laughs> bikini you know it's i think it's the best movie that a lot of people haven't seen yeah you know like I, I, like I said, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it by like a fluke, like a year after it came out. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's essentially what it is. Is it's like it's both a challenge. It, it it's a it's a challenge to the listener to basically say either you know think about why if you have seen it why this might be different or better than maybe you thought it was or maybe it's exactly what you thought and you knew it was great from the beginning you know from the beginning yeah or. You know, um, maybe you haven't seen it, and here's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, fuck, oh, yeah. fuck the people that complain about shit like the ridiculous stuff. And I say fuck the people. I'm I'm one of those guys who's probably affected far more <laughs> disproportionately than I should be from all that bullshit. But uh, but yeah, I mean, at some point you just have to. It's so much easier to say when it's somebody else. I'm like, dude, people are saying that's clickbait. Fuck them, you yeah. know. But then, of course, when someone says something yeah, that no, I do is it, clickbait, it, it's terrible. Um, it's it's sort of. I still have. Uh, I was saying this on a stream the other day. I still have like small YouTuber habits because it was so sudden. Like I read all my comments still. I really should stop. <laughs> but you know, back when you have like eight thousand subscribers, you know, and like your analytics. Analytics, you got the little, you know, the fucking stream of all your comments. Yeah. I'll still go through them and respond to them. Like someone, I'm not going to get into this on this, but it was, it was something political that I, a political issue that I'd brushed off in a joking way, as I do. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I had a whole conversation with them in it. And I mean, you know, I've, I've commented on a hundred thousand ish subscriber YouTube channels and I'm like, they're not going to see that. It, it's for someone else's benefit, like mine or I'm responding to someone or, yeah. you know, it's, uh, but yeah, if you've commented on my videos, I have read it, and you probably hurt my feelings. <laughs> Wanted to let you know. Yeah, we talk I, about that. Way, we've I talked about all, that dude. quite a bit about reading the comments and how it's such a blessing and a curse at the same time. You know what I mean? And I was I was going to ask about that, like if you've seen a shift in that at all, like you know what I mean? Because even just a few months ago, you know, you were posting to just smaller base uh, we i found i think we've all found through veritas's journey i mean veritas you've got like 150k subscribers i'm like up to like 75k as the journey grows the smaller you are the more generally positive and then as it scales up it just starts to bend the other direction whereas either the positivity gets drowned out or people just feel like because you're a big youtuber they can say whatever they actually want to you and it's not going to affect you you know so i was wondering if you'd seen that shift as quickly as you've grown i mean it, it's weird in that you see it's not even that it's necessarily so much meaner it's uh it's more uh like unpersonal you know like yeah. it used to be cobbler comma great video because they were addressing me specifically yeah you know what i mean but you know now it's just like shit period <laughs> post or great video and they're just like trying to feed the algorithm and you know it's nice but they're you know they're not addressing me specifically anymore yeah uh because so you are such a super you, know. you are such a super famous person that they're you know it's it's like people think that they're in a crowd at a fucking like acdc concert in the back and you're like Wah! like instead of it's like an open mic night with 10 people they yeah. don't realize that even to someone who has a hundred something thousand subscribers, 
that comment is the equivalent of the open mic night with 12 people and the person going, this fucking sucks. You know, <laughs> you're not going to hear that when there's a million people. Yeah. But the people in YouTube comments, they feel like I'm just going to post this thing and the crowd is going to get a reaction from it, you know, and, and that's going to be it without realizing that, like, I, I I wonder how many people I've met, like, at TwitchCon and stuff that have been like, yo, Veritas, oh, my God, what's up? And it still blows my mind. I wonder how many of those people oh, yeah. might have might have been, like, shitty in the comments, but, like, they're all of a sudden now it's like a human-on-human -human interaction when they see yeah. you in person. They're like, holy shit, you're just a normal fucking dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a Discord server for my channel that I, I closed, like, halfway through the blow-up because a bunch of people came in it was... We had like two mods. I was not prepared for that shit. But uh, like, there's a pinned comment on all my old videos. Like, you click it now, it goes nowhere because I just turned that shit off. But uh, it, like, what was it? Someone put in general the other day. They were like, "I'm always active in it," you know. And mm -hmm. like, someone put in general the other day is like, "Could you imagine seeing Cobbler in person?" It's like fucking what? <laughs> like what at Subway? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean in person? <laughs> you know. It, it's it's weird and that for the first time uh it occurred to me like oh man what if someone saw me they're like oh i know you from you know youtube uh, i don't even know what i would say to that they've heard me say some terrible shit <laughs> yeah yeah shit. it's like oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry you know me from youtube i'm sorry about my comments on the Ar armenian genocide <laughs> it was a joke yeah you 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 just be like listen i'm uh, i mean not that you're playing a character so to speak but you kind yeah. of are right mm -hmm. like in the beginning yeah totally but honestly like now i mean you know it's we'll use subway as, as an example when i walk up to the counter you know i'm not like uh fucking have you ever seen an honest extraterrestrial you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> whatever the fuck <laughs> uh, you know uh, it's it's just like a me amplified you yeah, know? yeah exactly it's like i mean you think about comedians right like if you saw that person at a subway or anywhere else and they're just hungry or they're in line at a checkout, like it doesn't make them, it doesn't mean that their comedy is necessarily a character they're putting on. If in line, they're not going to, you know, spit you a bit real quick to make you laugh. You know what I mean? It's like, it's both can exist. Like, so you're not necessarily playing a character, but you are intentionally playing into the side of you that you want to put forth in this video. And so People, you can't expect it to be like that all the time, but but at the same time, it doesn't mean that who you are the rest of the time is fake. And it's like a it's like a weird, a weird thing. It, I don't know if I'm more sincere in my, in my videos or less sincere because in real life, probably I'm very a bit shy. of both. I, yeah. I think all the things that I say in the video, I just don't say them because you know it's like the Armenian genocide joke or whatever the fuck. Like you you don't want to you don't want to say that at Subway or just any place where you're mm. like. I do not know everyone around me really well. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm just shy in real life. Like I'm the type of person you'll know me for a month and you're like, this guy's really quiet. And then all of a sudden one day I just won't shut the fuck up. Bro. Because I, I think my videos are a result of me having a million things to say. Just like just all that like, pent hey, up. No one cares. And keep I, it myself. You know? Dude, I am the same exact way. Like I all the time at my at my jobs, like people would be like, dude, you're so quiet. You're so shy. Like, you know, and then it's just like, a year later, the switch flips and I'm comfortable and I'm like, you know, running up and down the halls of work and everyone's like, dude, what happened to you? And I've always found that. So my wife found that so interesting when I was like, I think I want to like stream, make YouTube videos. She was like, what? Like, why? Like, that's the last thing that she would expect. 
And it's really weird. I, I tell I tell people all the time that it's like I get to be all alone, which is all I really ever want to be is alone, but with thousands of people. You know what I mean? It's like there's this weird. This is such a weird thing that we all do. Like I get to be home alone in my office alone, but also in the presence of hundreds of people. And somehow that checks a box in my brain where I get to be the unfiltered me, the me that you would have normally taken two years to learn about. You know what I mean? Two years of working with me. I get to be that dude just sitting down for the first time because I've tricked my brain into thinking that I'm comfortable and alone and doing my thing and introvert. And it's a super weird thing that happens on the internet. So that's the thing, though. That's There's an interesting distinction between uh, like the idea of introvert versus extrovert. I forget where I heard it. It's somewhere yeah. in college, I think, or maybe it was a fucking documentary. I don't know. But it was essentially that most people see introvert as someone who is like they're shy and nervous around people and someone who's extroverted is loud and, you know, like totally they're bold and they're confident. Um, but really one of the, the most significant differences uh, and it's a more meaningful definition is someone who's introverted is someone who like social um interaction and that kind of stuff was he, is he coming back <laughs> so sorry yeah, no problem You're no fine. problem at all trying to pop it back in my internet's messing with me uh, but what, what were you saying please continue about the real difference between introverts and extroverts Oh, yeah. So here I can do this for now. Oh, that won't work. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Um, the so like an introvert is somebody who has like social interaction uses it saps their energy. It like consumes too much of them, mm -hmm. whereas an extrovert is someone who gets energy from other people. Um, so it's not. So it makes sense that someone who's introverted can still do something like this because you're not interacting socially with the group in the same way. So you're not being drained, but you're also not like so shy that you can't talk to yeah, people. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not so socially inept that, you know, like none of these things are are really what, you know, you'd call a problem. But yeah, but there, but the distinction is is important. You know, the energy I think is is an interesting way of looking at it. I'll have to figure out where I heard that first. I've definitely heard that before too and see that my wife and I are like very different. And yeah, it's like she needs that to like fuel her to keep her going to like get the energy from being in a group of people and we'll be out for a few hours and I'll have thoroughly enjoyed it. But I come home and I'm just like dead. You know what I mean? And, and, and that can oftentimes coincide with if somebody's loud or quiet, but it doesn't always mean that just because you're a quieter person that you don't like get energy from spending time with other people. But I've just always found it being so interesting with the internet and with what we do, how weird it, just how weird it is psychologically to be able to be in the presence of, I mean, uh, cobblers, you know, Far Cry video, 640,000 views. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, he's like, I'm a pretty shy person in real life. Like I just find that so fascinating that those two can exist and if we were born in any other time, you know what I mean? We wouldn't have been able to experience it, but it's such an interesting, I love it. I love it. Um, how, how has your, cause I know that you're like really still basically like, um, 
processing all of this and like the huge bump, like how, how has that like affected your thinking moving forward? Like with the channel, like, you know what I mean? Like not to put pressure on, but do you, I don't know. There's just, there's a million questions I could ask within that one about like, you know, do you feel this obligation to pander to the algorithm? Does it change the types of videos you want to make? Or are you just kind of like on your course, just being like, I don't care if the subs come or go. I'm sure it's tempting. I'm sure it's tempting, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm really benefiting from the fact that it's 2021 and I've seen these figures like wings of redemption and dark side Phil, like anyone that's been covered on down the rabbit hole. I don't know if mm. y'all have seen that, yeah. but you've seen just this absolute like self-destruction. And I think, you know, making internet content, even if it's just like streaming or whatever, it's, I don't know. It's just, I, I see that and I know my personality and I know the type of person that I am. And I'm like, I, I would totally destroy myself if I really went down that route. Like, I I just don't think it would be healthy for me at all. And I'm lucky in that what I do now, like, I enjoy it. Uh, I could definitely see myself doing it for the foreseeable future. Uh, the, the, the real issue with the blow up was not just that I was, uh, I was in the process of moving at the time. It's the fact that, so the last video that I did, like, that's what I've sort of what I've been trying to do for the, the whole, the whole creepy, goofy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like Twilight Zone but with like the occasional no one lives in New Jersey. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I have like 20 of those written. Like I've wanted to do that for a while. Uh, I think when I had like 7,000 subscribers, when you have 7,000 subscribers, it's like, who gives a shit? Like you'll post yeah. it and mm-hmm. either they're like, they like it or they don't or whatever. Uh, so I had that plan. I knew I would need an apartment cause I lived in the dorms. So it was like, it's a shitty little government issued rectangle, essentially. Like you, you saw it in uh, the waifu's video. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, once the blow up happened, I was like, "Holy, this is now like a pressure thing." Like, do I, do I go through with this? Mm. Like the switch to live action, which I did for the purposes of those videos, because that wouldn't work with the fucking the little cobbler PNG. You know? <laughs> It'd be uh, a shit ton of keyframing yeah. and all kinds of <laughs> annoying bullshit. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind the effort. It's just the fact that it tonally, it's already hard as hell to try to, I'm yeah. still trying to figure it out, but tonally, you know, you got my little fucking persona <laughs> <laughs> that just, uh, that, that would not work. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I've just decided like, this is a hobby. It was a hobby two months ago. Mm. It's a hobby now, you know, and it, it's nice. You know, I can, yeah. make some, like I got some patrons, which is nice. Uh, my sister makes and sells shirts. So I was, or not shirts, but clothing. It's just women's clothing. But, you know, uh, I realized like, oh, maybe I could do merch with her or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know? As long as I don't have to ship things. I'm I'm way too much of a procrastinator. Like if you yeah. bought a shirt for me and I was in charge of shipping it, like you'd never fucking get that. <laughs> a- Amen. Amen. A hundred percent. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I just decided to stay the course, continue to treat it the same. And I think the past week or two, I've really adjusted to that, you know looking at it that way yeah still you know what was what was the inspiration for i guess i can ask a one of those annoying two-parters the, the, your your name but oh then yeah also, but also the the design of the character because it's for multiple reasons 
genius on so many fucking levels and it's like so simple that sometimes like people have said some of the things that I've done were genius and it was almost entirely just accidental like yeah it just so happens that this is this way so it's easy and I didn't fucking plan it you know but like I don't know if you're familiar at all with like the design and the aesthetic of like Hello Kitty and how that design is so genius because it like doesn't need a mouth but it can still convey emotions and it, it's genius because like if I'm lazy and I want to draw something or animate something it's like I don't have to fucking draw a nose and a mouth <laughs> it's like that much easier yeah. and then I look at yours and I'm like the fucking it's just eyes and an and eyebrows and eyebrows and it's such like just the way that everything moves it's fucking glorious and I know that like I've tried to do animation stuff and I would spend six months working on some ugly ass hand-drawn bullshit that it's like if I had a fucking PNG of a goddamn pie and some eyes, like I, I could do this in five minutes, you know, like. Yeah, it's, it really was, I'm not going to undersell myself in that I knew, so number one, the inspirations <laughs> I mentioned earlier, Shammy and Zero Punctuation, you know, Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation, you know, I don't know if y'all have watched Shammy at least, but he, it's just, he's, he's a little owl guy, you know, and it's it's really incredible photoshop because it's an actual owl and so naturally its mouth doesn't move but it's very expressive with the eyebrows and owls have big eyes so you know mm -hmm. uh and then you know zero punctuation he just has these uh series of stills uh that's sort of like a super crude animation sort of like what i do uh but essentially like the not having a mouth thing that was just sort of this precedent that was set by those guys yeah almost. like you know that i was like i want to do like something like that and I knew I, I would I I would need big eyebrows and big eyes because you know it's just it's expressive. I was like you know ever I ever hit it big and sell some fucking shirts maybe it can look cute. It did not <laughs> turn out cute, but it turned out expressive thankfully. Uh, it wasn't my first attempt. I don't know if y'all have seen my older videos. The like it sort of looks like a chicken nugget, you know. Like, what? Yeah, I like I missed I missed those. Missed yeah, the it wasn't nugget. stylized at all. It, okay. it, it's fine. It's it must have been like ten months ago. It was a while ago. But it was I, I was doing the same thing. But mm. it was just a literally I took a clip art of a man's tech shape, I cut out a pie, and I did some I stretched out some fucking headphones in Photoshop and I threw those on there. And it, it worked, but it wasn't uh it was ugly. Oh, uh, okay. Now I'm I'm looking at them now. Yeah, it's 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 subtly different, but it's one of those things that, like, I watched your, I watched um, the, like, Death Stranding one, and then I think, like, the Cyberpunk one, and then, like, Bioshock, and then I watched, after those, like, random three, then I watched from the newest, basically, to the oldest, it, and I think it's just subtle enough that I don't even think I even noticed the, the difference in design. Mm -hmm. no I, I i get you it's funny at the time i must have had three thousand subscribers i was like will they get confused <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? i'm used to i'm used to this speci very specific fucking pie that was this is a different like, fucking pie altogether unbelievable a completely different fucking pie <sighs> i love but, that it's the uh the the ron swanson the nick offerman ulog is that where you got that from dude it's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. My friends always throw that up around Christmas time. Dude, it's just the best. It's just the best. And I love that. It's just, 
it's just that with a pie and some eyes and it's it's everything that I want it to be while you're telling me how I should feel about this video game. Where did the DJ Peach Cobbler come from? Like where did where was the inspiration there? You know, it's it's good I'm doing this because my 100K Q&A is going to be, you can probably guess. <laughs> uh, but, it, but yeah, so that's the question I get a lot. And it's really, all right, once again, we're going to have to go back to Shammy. He's an owl, and that's a weird decision. So naturally, when he did the q and I was like, oh, what's with the owl? And he got a million questions, what's with the owl? And he was like, I like owls. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mine is similarly just weak. I mean, it's essentially... So when I was like 10 or something, my dad just said, apropos of absolutely nothing, uh, DJ Peach Cobbler would be a really funny name for a DJ. And for some reason, I remembered that for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> I was like 16. You know, he didn't buy me gaming stuff. So I was like 16. I worked at McDonald's and I was like, yeah, I got a fucking Xbox. So I got the Xbox and I was like, I decided my gamer tag should be DJ Peach Cobbler, you know, and I just have picked it throughout the years because it's no one picks it you know bro yeah presumably yeah. obvious reasons so uh yeah you know that's just sort of uh a result of that and that turned out really well because you know a pie it's both really recognizable but a flat thing a pie mm. not a cobbler i realized instantly cobblers it's just a crumble so it looks like nothing you know mm, yeah. so that wouldn't work for my little avatar but uh but yeah, it, it all just worked out well. My dad jokingly asks for royalties. Yeah. I've yet to pay up. He won't get shit from me. He'll, I'll see him in court. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's just my dad just said it one day for no reason, honestly. I love it. That's genius. My, 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 I don't know. Uh, I don't know that we ever. I don't know, like the details behind like so many people's names now that i think about it yeah mine i was just going through like a fucking douchey pretentious uh i had just i had just gotten a gaming pc in college and had just finished like an epistemology class so of course i was philosophical yeah and i just remember like on steam because i i had just got into pc gaming and i had been used to xbox live which is like i had the same fucking name i didn't change the name but with Steam, it was just so easy and quick. You could change your fucking name every day. So, like, every day I had, like, a picture of, like, Christopher Hitchens and then, like, Einstein, you know, the whole, like, that that meme picture of Einstein with, like, his tongue out. And then, like, you know, it changed it to, like, Truth and just all this. And I ended up with Veritas. And then that just happened to be the name I was on when I decided to fucking make a channel. That's so It was funny. just, like, spin the roulette wheel and see where it stops. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you mentioning it in one of your videos. Does it mean life or it was something like life? It means truth. Right? Yeah. Truth. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, I have known that from Harry Potter. I'm, I'm a Philistine, honestly. <laughs> Veritasium. That was what it was called. Something like that. Uh, and now, of course, everybody wants to, like, project. Oh, like, you think you're the arbiter of truth? You yeah. are the pretentious <laughs> douchebag. It's like, that just fits a cool Latin word, yep. dude. Come on. Like, fuck off. That's all it God. is. You know, I'm sorry to drag it back to comments, but when I get comments like, why, why are you acting like you know anything about anything? It's like, it's a fucking argumentative essay. Yeah. Like, what, what you clicked on one of those. What do you expect me to be like, hey, guys, I think so, you know, don't quote me on this. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. It, and that's rough, but you got to speak, you know, like I, with authoritatively, even if, you know, you don't really have that, that ethos going for you. Yeah. yeah. Have some fucking balls, take a stance and be, you know, be be okay being opinionated and being wrong and also being right and being and that's yeah. what i like i think one of the biggest things 
that again draws draws me to your content is so many of your videos were like hot takes like like things that that i saw and was like but like the i bought cyberpunk and played it for like one day and honestly i didn't experience any bugs i just it just didn't catch me for some reason it was just bad timing and yeah. so i but i heard all of the shit about it um and then what was the other what was the other fucking thing uh that you did I, i've been watching so much content did you do one on no man's sky no no uh it's fallout no, shammy, 76 shammy ha- i'm sorry to bring it back to shammy again but he, <laughs> he had that one covered i think he does a new one every update because all of the I commenters s- fucking beg for it i just saw that yeah it. the annual review of no man's sky i need to watch that later i was watching yeah. uh yeah internet historians video on it which i thought oh, was, uh, was so was really good, good. um oh, yeah. but i just i just love like why i'm still playing fallout 76 or um or the redemption of cyberpunk like those are games that are so fucking easy the easiest thing is to be like they're trash lol you know haha and to move on Bro. but to like yeah, i just once again that ties back to why my videos are often a little emotional it's just sort of this matter yeah. of i wasn't doing it for money you know like still it's just a hobby i have to like give a shit mm-hmm. and if it that's my camera a lot of focus and if it's uh I can't fix it. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, if it's, I don't know, Call of Duty is every game is the same. Like if I was making that argument or whatever, like I don't touch Call of Duty. I don't know. But like, you know, it's yeah, I want to make arguments that like people aren't making, you know, it, yep. it's, I feel like I can often come across as contrarian and I'm really just like, I don't share my opinions that everyone fucking has, you know? Yeah. What's. You're wa- you'd be wasting your breath making another video that you know is I, I totally yeah. totally agreed like <laughs> when when I and it's usually comes from uh, uh, the content I make it's almost always because I have run out of that content that I enjoy and it's like there's more to say nobody's saying it I yeah. feel like I, I might as well fucking do it you know that's why I got into Tarkov videos because literally the guides was like there were no guides about all any of the things i'm like how did this work what are, what's the difference between these headphones what, what's the difference between this what nobody was doing that so then i got yeah. into it and you know it, it worked um but yeah just like i just i just love the conviction of mm-hmm. of somebody who now there's two different types of people there there are people who they are the only one in the room who thinks something and who believes something and they're right <laughs> And then they're the only people in the room that think like the earth is flat and they think they're right, but they just happen to be the one batshit crazy idiot that, you know, like whatever. Yep. Uh, so from the outside, the majority looking in see those two as the same. Yeah. They're both just loonies and they're both wrong. But every now and then there's there are people who are just like, I don't fucking care that you're all wrong. Here's my opinion. Yeah. And feel free to, to learn from it. And uh, it, it takes some confidence in in your conviction i guess to be like yeah you all disagree and you're all wrong <laughs> you mm-hmm. know i know the best waifu from history <laughs> yeah. anyone that disagrees is wrong idiot. i'll say it i mean i that that was why i really really connected with the the uh ritualistic sacrifice of death training video i've never played death training but i had 100 percent had that opinion that it was just some garbage walking simulator game and you know what i mean and like and and that like that's oh i'm sorry no i mean that that video like really stuck with me that was the one 
that I watched and I was like, I have to talk to Veritas about this because a lot of the broader points you make because you, you know you paint this picture about death stranding and what happened to it and like that it was just review bombed and and the, this whole thought of people just regurgitating what other people say and then you painted a broader picture of how it happens even games like last of us and you don't have to love it but it like not loving something doesn't mean it's a zero out of a hundred and then a lot of what you said really really resonated with uh me and like Tarkov and the Tarkov community and how like, it, oh my God, like just some of the, like I could pull excerpts out of that video and, and put them in one of my videos and people would think that script was written for Escape from Tarkov. Just how the, how uh, something can react and how a few people can say something. And then all of a sudden the entire hive mind of the community of one game just is this, this thing just now is because three people said it at the right place at the right time in front of the right people. And it's just everywhere. And and that's why I, I loved that video because you were saying that you liked Death Stranding, but that was not the point of the video. You know what I mean? The point of the video was like, think for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and it just, pff, it was so good. Yeah, I I really hate how Death Stranding, so I, I, I watched the Donkey video and I was like, wow, what a bad game. And I never <laughs> thought about it again. Just, I didn't give a shit. I didn't like go around like posting, you know, review bombs. I just, I didn't care. I was like, that looks bad. And it's, you know, like whenever I started playing it, I was like, I was like, I'm going to, I'm probably going to have something to say, you know, like the last of us two, I borrowed a PlayStation from a friend. Cause I was like the second, all the shit was blowing up. I was like, I'm going to have something to say about this fucking game, yeah. which I inherently appreciate. I like games that, you know, people have shit to say about them or people talk about them. Like when Ubisoft releases a game, you know, I don't even touch it. Cause I, you know, I don't care. Yeah. But, uh, but with Death Stranding, it's like, it seemed like a perfectly fine, if not, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. For sure. Like when I played it, I was like, not everyone's going to like this game. I wouldn't recommend this game to most people that I know. But in terms of like executing what it set out to do, I thought it did a great job. You know, I mm -hmm. mean, it, it really felt like I, I compared it to Elite Dangerous. It really is just that type of sit back and relax game. I, it just I hated with Last of Us 2, I get it was a franchise people cared about. So I could see having yeah. strong opinions when, you know, things change. But with Death Stranding, completely new fucking IP from a respected industry veteran. And it's just fucking weird. And that's it. And it's not just weird in the story. It's weird all fucking over. <laughs> and I was like, why can't a game just be weird? Like, it felt like it was getting attacked for the very core of what it was. Yeah. That was like, go that's like talking about some anime visual novel or whatever the fuck and being like, this is fucking anime. It's terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what it's trying to be. So it, it just doesn't seem genuine to me. It, it seems like just bad criticism. I, I don't know. that it's It's just completely base, lazy... Yeah, Ugh, I don't know. It's it's what all all those fucking millennials all they all they do yeah. is you know, uh, fucking they they instantly have to like one sentence eyes everything as oh okay yeah. you want this this okay yeah that's fucking K-pop trash okay this over yeah. here that person got canceled because they're racist okay this like they just need to. It's, it's so, it's so I, I feel like an old I feel like an old man like saying this and I probably like am starting to become one but it's like everything needs to your entire story about everything needs to fit in a fucking tweet otherwise it it's yeah. I I'm not going to read it this video is 27 minutes long give me the fucking TLDR you know it's like 
you just want me to tell you what to think. You know, you don't want me to give yeah. you the information and then tell you how to think. Fuck that. That's too yeah, much that work. Was the, that was the last genuine review I did was Death Stranding. It's all been video essay since then. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess because like with Death Stranding, I couldn't just say, oh, this game's pretty good. You know, it's not for everyone. I, I, I had to sort of review it just so I could, yeah. like, you know, uh, I was sort of starting on the back foot, you know. But uh, just the, having to reduce everything that you were talking about, the uh, Twitter. I hated Twitter. Like, I every time I would go on there and I, like, click on what's trending, I'd be like, this is a fucking mess. <laughs> I hate this. I hate everything that it represents. I hate I've humanity. Been, I, I've been using it recently. Uh, and if you don't take it seriously and you treat it like the shit post platform that like it inherently is it's 280 characters like you're not going to say anything of substance just you know fuck around you know like you got a little rant about the guy that fucked up your order you know rant you got a joke say a joke the fact that it's become like the primary means of political discourse oh. is the biggest like insult to like just discourse period yeah right now so like, intellectual you could, thought you could post a 10 hour long video like diving into like specific like you can you can talk a lot about you can talk about everything, you know, yep. but Twitter, you can post a GIF and be like a, a GIF of someone getting slammed from WWE or whatever and be like, this is AOC or Ben Shapiro or Oprah period. Yeah. and just tweet it. And yeah. it just. Yep. Man. <sighs> yep. Fuck. It, everything. Like, this is why my videos aren't fueled by anger because I become incoherent. Sorry. <laughs> it's well, yeah, it's just it's frustrating how everything just gets reduced to such a binary thing. Like you were saying, Veritas, people don't come for a review. They come to, is it good or bad? Is this, is this a good or bad patch in Tarkov? Is this a good or bad video game? And it's like, it's more complicated than that. And then, so they just move on to somebody will say, this is bad. And they go, okay, it's bad. You know what I mean? It's just it's so binary. It's so one dimensional. Like and, subscribe. and we talk and we, we talk a lot. And the other, the other video um, cobbler that really stuck out to me was the Bioshock one. And I know you were like referencing, I don't remember his name or the article that was written, but the point that second half you were making where as a review, it would be glowing as a critique, it's harsh. That, yeah. holy cow, that has become, because we talk about this all the time, where like we on, on this podcast, we because most of the time we're talking about Tarkov, We've been getting uh, like, you know, slammed where it's like, dude, you guys just, you guys just, you know, dump on the game now. It's all, you know, just go play something else, go play something else. And it's like, well, that's, you're not taking the time to understand what this is. That's what it is. It's like, we are, we do love this game. We're passionate about this game. So we're willing to dive into the in intricacies and what went wrong and how it can be better. And we're, you know, it's, it's still in development. So we're trying to help kind of course correct but it's I still love... you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to give feedback dude it's in beta but I still but it's like I love this game Everything if you is ask me trash. exactly why you guys aren't getting with the fucking program but it's like when people ask me you know if I'm like oh you stream escape from Tarkov yeah 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 do you like that game I love that game I put 3000 hours into that game it's probably my favorite game of all time don't listen to my podcast cuz it's me complaining about it the whole time and it's just like in today's society those two can't coexist like it just it feels that way. I know it, it's that's not real, but it feels like I'm not allowed to have a review and a critique. And I loved that video so much because it was so much of it was yeah, you like not dogging on, but like expressing frustrations with the Bioshock universe. But at the end of the day, you were like, it's because I love these games so much 
that I even care to share with you some of its downfalls because I'm hoping that Bioshock can propel the next generation of developers that want to nail what they were supposed to like. There's just so much more to the conversation. There's so much more to it. And I'm like, I want to get that tattooed on my arm. You know, as a review, this would be glowing. As a critique, it's harsh. Like, I just feel like we people need to understand that one person can hold those two things. You know what I mean? That they that they can absolutely love something and be critical of it at the same time. And I don't know, that that was a solid, that was one of those ones where it just left me like really thinking. Well, thank you. Like, I, I feel like with Bioshock specifically, like its legacy is in a lot of ways, like the criticism that was levied against it, you know, mm -hmm. like that it, it added to the conversation in a lot of ways. And that's why I, that that's what, you know, spawned the whole video. That's what I find interesting. And like, I, I referenced a Danny Paez article in that. So it's like, I literally, so I looked up ludo narrative dissonance, you know, I was like, mm -hmm. what are the, like the takes, you know? And with Danny Paez, like I looked at, or I looked at it, it was like one of the first sentences, Clint Hawking wrote a blog post asserting that Bioshock was bad. It's like, I literally had just fucking read the whole thing for the, like the 10th time yeah. when I was writing a video about it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's insane. You know, like it's, he literally says it right there in the second paragraph of it. If this was a uh, review, it would be glowing, but as a critique, it's going to be pretty rough. And it's, just fucking talk or yeah you know i hate how every opinion piece like when i talked about uh my stalker 2 video i don't know if y'all saw that mm -hmm. i i criticized sort of i wouldn't even say it was really criticism it was really surface level but it bothered me that god of war 4 felt like it was sort of trying to be like sort of fit this modern triple a like yeah. last of us mold you know and I was, I would, I didn't say the game was bad. I think I even included some caveat, like, you know, like it's a good game. I just wish it wasn't trying to be, you know, that like, yeah. sort of forbid that it, a super, you know, I'd say downright just bland observation. And people were in the comments, like, I can't believe you hate God of War four. Like yep. fucking what? <sighs> yep. Games are huge. They have, you know, music, voice acting, mechanics, acting. There's just everything, you know? Like yep. it's the, like the sum total of art and it's, it's crazy that you can't be like, Oh, the music is bad. You know? Oh, you hate that like, game. Oh, wow. I can't believe you hate it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I don't like that one song, but yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah. <sighs> yep. We're fucked. Humans are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> We're so fucked. <laughs> it's, it's all downhill from here. <sighs> yeah. Thanks. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if y'all know, I love Doom Eternal, but I could say several <laughs> bad things about it. I mean, maybe. Yeah. If I tried really hard. If I tried while. really hard. There, There isn't more of it. That's that, the I criticism. To, I need to finish that, that, that actually. I, I haven't played through all of it yet. I need to do I've again. never played a Doom game in my life. I feel like I... You go to fucking hell. Oh, yeah. Do, literally. Literally. I mean, like... <laughs> it's honestly, they're, they're, they really there's a wide gamut like you know mm -hmm. like doom 3 is almost i wouldn't say survival horror but it's sort of it's like a tense have you ever played fear the first fear yeah game? it's more like that you know okay when you play doom eternal it's like arcadey like yeah you know colorful vomit visuals yeah it's just it's all over the place but yeah i definitely highly recommend especially the two newer ones yeah yeah eternal dude i mean just for the fucking soundtrack you'll like it alone like oh, there's just yeah just just fucking turning that goddamn thing like every other 
first person shooter, I I want to be like immersed in the sounds and I don't want to hear music. I can't hear music. This is just like I just feel like and, and you described this very well. I just feel like a fucking just an untouchable badass like I used to feel when I played Duke Nukem when I was like yeah, nine, you yeah. know, just like fuck you, I'm the man and you just go around like a god and it's yeah, it's it's so much fucking fun. What did you I think you called it um fuck what what was it? No power uh, oh, shit and I forget now. Forget I said anything. The fun zone? No. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I hate that Hugo Martin called it the fun zone because I feel it's like my name or, you know, I feel goofy saying it. The but. fun zone. It sounds like there's a, is there a ball pit? It's, I yeah. want to go, I want to go in the ball pit oh, in the God. fun zone. There was a script I wrote. I never ended up using. It was the fun zone. Sounds like a knockoff version of Chuck E. Cheese where there's needles in the fucking ball pit. There was something nearby me when I was little called discovery zone. And it yeah. was exactly that. It was it was like Chuck E. Cheese, but it it just had like slides, but like the slides ha- were made of like wooden rollers that like there was gaps in there. So like if you got your finger caught, it, oh. I'm surprised. I, fingers must have gotten ripped oh, off because there's no way that they, it was. Everything was padding and fucking nets everywhere, and it was just a crazy jungle gym. And I don't know how people didn't die. Maybe yeah. I mean that, maybe that's why it's closed, and I just never heard. Yeah, the, the stories news they just buried the kids news. Fucking died. Yeah, the second you mentioned the wooden rollers, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, that's the kids are going to start crying. Like, they're dumb. They'll jam their fingers in there. They don't care. 100%. Oof. Um, all right. So what uh, I, I would like really quickly to to know, and so I can contrast it with what I do, because this always fascinates me. How do you go about when you get from idea to video? Mm-hmm. From like a high level, what's your what's your process? Man, that's so all over the place. Like, I, I, I know I don't look like it, but I I like running a lot, and that really gets my ideas going. Uh, mm. I think that's also why music usually figures so prominently into uh, my videos. Yeah, you know, because you know I'm listening to it while I run. But you know, sometimes I'm just playing a game, and I start thinking. Sometimes I'm watching like an interview. You know, like the the. The no clip one, like that, that you know, that sort of spawned the Doom Eternal video when I was mm-hmm. like listening to Hugo talk about all that stuff. But sometimes I literally, I'm just like writing about, like I'll start off like I'm gonna write a review. It's been too long. I need to exercise that muscle again. You know, like talk about every aspect of the game and inform yeah. the consumer. And then I'm writing it, and I'm like, I really like this one part about the video or one part about the game. I start going on, and then I realize it's like one page of actual review and ten pages of like. You know how Doom Eternal forces you into the fun zone, you know? and I'm like that—that's the video. It's like I don't want to talk about like the music. Like it's great, but that's all I have to say about it. Like yeah. it's great. Yeah, that's, you know it. Uh, but yeah, I just start writing like Tarkov. Like I don't know if I'll ever make a video about it. I have a hard time launching that fucking game. But you know, it's we all do these. I days. started writing about it. You know, and that's it. see the thing is, is that i made it's because i made i made the hot take videos on tarkov it how fucking perfect would it be if if dj were to make a video that was like it's unironically a, a great game and there's nothing wrong with it like, <laughs> no like i'll come then, in here like now, i saw this veritas guy yeah shit like no the video is oh my god oh i don't want to get into it it's long but yeah nice. i mean it's it, don't definitely don't expect one because i 
I, I realized recently I want to do a retrospective on all the Grand Theft Auto, like the PS2 games. Oh, yeah. Uh, that era. Man, GTA 3, I'm cruel. I'm really cruel about GTA 3, and I did not expect it. Like, <laughs> it just started I, that flowing. Was the first game I really played because I got an iPad, and my dad didn't know you could play games on an iPad. And, like, they had Grand the 10th Theft Auto? Version. Yeah, the 10th anniversary version of GTA 3 had come out on that. I played it endlessly. That is the one game it's like, I know how to fly the dodo. I know where all the cool cars are. I know where all the power ups are and shit. You know, mm-hmm. I know every fucking inch of that game. You know, I really can't say that about it, uh, about anything except for maybe Skyrim. But, you know, yeah. I, I my my neighbors had I didn't have a PlayStation 2. Was it PlayStation 2? I didn't have a PlayStation 2, but my neighbors did. Three three uh, brothers. They were like more in a sports and stuff than they were video mm-hmm. games. I was a little bit nerdier. Um, but I remember I, they were like my family too. So it, like their doors were unlocked. I would just walk in and fucking all that stuff. I literally faked sick so that I could, because they were playing GTA 3 all day. And I was like too scared to ask, like, can I, can I get a turn? And I'm like, fuck you. No, <laughs> so I fake sick so that I could go over and fucking play GTA. I spent, I don't know how many days playing that game. And I just drove around and I followed the, sh- the traffic lights. And I, I stopped at red lights and I don't know. How, I remember how old I was. Oh it was before God. I got my license because it was like to be able to drive around. In, and I and I didn't even like driving the sick cars. I would get like the boxy old fucking Camry looking thing and just like drive it around like a normal. Like this is what it's like to be an adult. Like, Traffic simulator. Fuck. I just realized that, dude. That's I, incredible. I followed, I followed the traffic laws in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I think that's like that. That's when you know with the Grand Theft Auto game. Like, I think I'm about done. Like, being like into this, you know, like it. <sighs> for me, every Grand Theft Auto game has had that point where it's like this is like the game that I turn on, the game that I'm looking forward to playing. But then at a certain point, it's just like I, I'm just. Uh, what happens if I follow the traffic laws? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and you realize, man, it's hard to do that. Like. There's something they do with the controls. I don't know. Like I always rear-end someone like instantly. It's harder oh, yeah. to drive like normal. Oh yeah, they they engineer all the driving mechanics like you're gonna drive like a maniac, not like you're gonna drive and follow the traffic lights. It's try driving. Try driving next time. Don't do this. But I, I've lost contact lenses before and had to like cover my eye because I have really bad eyes. And driving with one eye is very similar to driving in a game where you lack the it's not like VR you lack the spatial yeah you just don't get the you don't get the same sort of like feeling of my bumper is here versus there all of a sudden you're just like oh shit I hit somebody yeah um that's what that's what VR can give you but yeah do that because you lose that depth perception and you, you'll find like you will not want to back out of your driveway because you're like I <laughs> I just don't know everything it's a jpeg like what yeah. I, I have no idea where like my cat is where's the where the where are the kids where's the fucking car yeah anyway is there anything that because i know that like a lot of your videos are retrospective in the sense of like of course you've covered some some newer stuff but like some of my favorite ones were you know like the old the fallout wasteland broke my gen z brain the far cry 3 i love far cry 3 you talk a lot about those old stalker games and you were saying that you want to do a lot of retrospective stuff on gta but is there anything as an avid gamer and as somebody that likes that that can hold both of those things that can just be like a casual consumer of games, but as, as also somebody who likes to think critically about them, is there anything in the future 
that you're excited for in the gaming world? Like any like game that you just have your eye on and you're like, I think this could be a something like you were saying where you were like, I just need to pick up Last of Us because I think it's going to be something worth talking about. Is there anything on your radar right now that you're excited for in the future that you're just like, I think this is going to be important, whether it's a good game or a bad game? <laughs> Uh, so I wouldn't say important, but I'm definitely looking forward to just like as a player stalker too, naturally. Yeah. Although man, it's, I think it might be important for just that community. It was in my discord server. Like we were all talking about the shit they're saying, like the marketing speech. Yeah. It's not good. It's like, it's going to be the biggest game ever. It's going to have hundreds of hours of content. It's like, I'm not the hundreds of hours of content guy. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, make your game good enough to where I'll just replay it. Like yes. I'll take that any day, you know? Yes. Like Doom Eternal. I think I got a 250 hours in that. It's the only game in the past that's released the past three years that I have that much time in. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's worth, you know, going back to. Uh, but yeah, that and Elden Ring. I'm really excited. Oh, for yeah. Ring. Whatever the fuck it is. Whatever it's going to be. What, you know? It's a, is that that is that that thing that they've like teased that yeah. it looks like maybe it's sort of an Elder Scrolls esque kind of well it's in well, partnership with it, George R R Martin who wrote Game of Thrones, which I love those books I, the the show sort of those books are never going to be finished I've come to terms no with that. way dude I, I oh read my the, God. I read the fifth one I was a senior in high school I'm 23 now yeah and it's didn't the first one like, come out I, in like I read the, the fifth 90s? one in high school we're still on the fifth book yeah you know? yeah it's been five years. But uh, uh, I don't, we, I mean, do we don't really know anything about it though? Do we like gameplay or anything? Like it's just like Elden Ring with George R.R. Oh, R. Martin. Yeah. They've said <laughs> it's going to be a Souls-like. <laughs> I, I think they've gone that far. It's going to be a Souls-like. Okay. It's going to be open world and George R. R. Martin is going to be there or he's going to, he's written the lore. Yeah. He's going to be there. He's, gonna... finished. he's, he's the, an NPC. 15, 15 playable George R.R. R. Martin <laughs> skins. <laughs> yeah interesting oh man i i just it, whenever i might have to I'm, i'll have to look into stalker too because i yeah. never even heard of stalker until i played tarkov Same. and a lot of people were like oh russian post-apocalyptic blah 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 and i did download stalker and i was playing one of the mods of it that everybody loves anomaly i think um mm -hmm. and did honestly not, okay. i played it i played I'm it for sorry, 10 minutes I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. oh yeah no problem I, I played it for like 10 minutes and i'm like it just made me want to play skyrim or mm. or Fallout New Vegas again or something like it just made me want to play another open worldy game yeah. that like at least I had some investment in. I don't know like there are so many times where people convince me to play something and I and I finally go out and I'm like all right I'm gonna play this thing and then I play it and I'm like oh I'd rather just play the version the, yeah, the other yeah. flavor you know oh you want me to play the new Battlefield okay well I much you know I liked the arma better or tarkov better or yeah. you know you want me to play aoe okay well it just i play it for 10 minutes and i just feel like i want to play civ 5 again like yeah i definitely have that issue with civ 5 like i've never gotten into another i've tried playing the what are they called uh the, the developer that does all the 4x games amplitude or mm. oh what are they yeah. called they oh, did uh, uh but stalker anomaly the entire community they have a huge hard on for it because if you like if you're really into a Ukrainian uh, first-person shooter that like has had no sequels or you know anything since like 2011 or 2010, I think was Call of Pripyat. Like it's you're hardcore. You're like you're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Anomaly is like fresh and new, and it's like a whole new Stalker <laughs> game. Do not start with that. Like the rest of the Stalker games, 
what I really like about it is as you try to get into the game and like you try to progress through, I feel like the sandbox becomes or the world becomes more enticing because it pushes you back a little, mm-hmm. you know, and anomaly. It pushes way too fucking hard. Like, mm. I, I feel like that would it, it's it's about taste, but anomaly is just. It's like a fan that liked the games and they're like, I want these games to be way fucking harder, you know, like mm. the, the original soccer games, they're they're a little difficult, but their anomaly will just fuck you like straight up, man. Yeah, see that. To me, it wasn't like I I didn't even play it long enough to I I think I got in like one gunfight. Like it wasn't even hard so much as it it felt as if imagine if when you played Fallout New Vegas or any of the Fallout games or whatever, it just you were in like the third town in like a house. I don't know if I missed something or if I skipped through the cutscenes or it just felt like, where am I? Why am I here? What is happening in this world? I just had no investment. I had no backstory. I had no interest. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I, now I I just want to make another like two handed ax guy. The same guy I make it see Skyrim. I play fucking either an archer, sneaky, stabby guy or a dude with a sword and a fucking shield. I don't even care that there's like 900 other classes. Yeah, I, I will. If I play Skyrim again, it will be one of those two classes and I'll fucking play it almost identically and I'll fucking love it. Yeah. But hmm. yeah, I'm, I, I get you. I'm really yeah. intrigued at this, the whole stalker thing as well, because I was the same. I never even heard of stalker until I played Tarkov. I've seen, you know, clean playing the anomaly mod. I know he really likes it. And then I've seen some, some footage out your videos on stalker really interested me, but yeah, it was interesting to see, because as somebody that's never, even as somebody that's never really played, it felt like a lot of the marketing for Stalker 2 didn't feel, and that, and this could be wrong on my end, but it felt like the marketing for Stalker 2 didn't feel like Stalker. And I haven't even played Stalker. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, the whole like, it's going to be the biggest, baddest game you've ever seen. I was like, wait, is this Ubisoft or is this like, you know what I mean? And so it's interesting. I've, I've heard a lot of people really apprehensive about stalker 2 there's like an equal amount of excitement obviously because it's a game franchise that's very well loved but i know that there's also quite a bit of concern there as well yeah there hasn't been uh like any gameplay so you know that's sort of the yeah concern you know uh did they promise it's going to be multiplayer but the chances of you seeing anybody are so small that (laughs) (laughs) that that chestnut yeah i mean i I don't know. Stalker Two just feels weird. You yeah. Know? It's it's also it's had it notoriously, like they were already gonna make a Stalker Two, then that got scrapped, and you know it's it, it's got all the red flags. Yeah. You know, like Cyberpunk did too. You know. So. Yep. I'll probably get a video out of it. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Which I'll uh, wait. We'll I'll see. wait until your video yeah, comes I'll out. I'll wait until I'll your fucking, video comes out. That'll be the next time it even crosses my brain. I'm sure because there's so yeah. many, so many games I'm. That I'm also not thinking about because um. <laughs> it feels like that's just what's happening in the industry right now. I mean, it feels like your your video, There's nothing happening. Your video on Cyberpunk, man, was so like towards the end when you're like, dude, that my that's my hot take. Cyberpunk wasn't undercooked; it was overcooked. It was like you're just trying to do too much that you lose it. You lose it all. You know what I mean? And so it just feels like that's where everything is. Everything has to be the biggest world I've ever seen. Everything has to promise more hours than the previous game has promised. Everything has to promise more outfits and and more this and more cars and more crafting. And 
And I get idealistically on paper, if if you had a trillion dollars and all the man hours, I would love to see a studio do all the things and nail it. But just the the limitations, man, you just have to like the best games have clear vision, a clear vision. And whether that's a 2D platformer or an open world survival game, it's there's clear vision and that vision is executed well and oh, yeah. everything just feels like it's just trying to be the biggest X, Y, or Z. And it's, it's, sad. it's every 15-year-old kid wearing too many puka shells and gold chains. The more fucking accessories I have on, the cooler I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear three fucking different axe scents and I'm I'm gonna wear two yeah. polo shirts, two different contrasting fucking Kanye West style polo shirts. Yeah. The more, the more, the merrier. I'm not just going to, you know, be a dude that looks good in fucking jeans and a tee, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't mean to spoil a joke that's in my next video, but, uh, you know, it's like every fucking game now, if you Google, like just about every game coming out in the future and like you start reading like interviews and marketing and all that, mm -hmm. every single time they're going to say it has a living, breathing world. Yes. Like every oh, yeah. fucking time. And I'm like so over that. And it's like, give me a game, like for the love of God. Yep. But then Death Strand, like Death Stranding comes out, which I, you know, I've only got like 50 hours in it. It's weird that it keeps coming up here, but it, or that I keep bringing it up here. But it's, it's weird, you know. And it was clearly like this is what the game is about, and it got absolutely fucking destroyed. So it's like, can a game still have like a AAA marketing hype yeah. machine behind it? But if it comes out and it's not for everyone. Yeah, you know, is it going to get absolutely destroyed? You know, yeah, like, and that's what's know. so that's what's interesting about the Tarkov journey and the Tarkov experience, because from day one it was like we are Russian, we make Russian game not for everybody. You're not going to like it. Don't play our game. It's not fun. It's not fun. Don't play it. Just and from day one, like we and, love it. And then that, like, it's like it, it's like when Nikita was like, "Don't play our game. You're not going to like it." It was like, you know, telling the kid, you know, don't go run out in the backyard. They're like, screw you. I'm going to go run out in the backyard. Freaking screw you. It like it hit something subconsciously for gamers where everybody it, it feels like I don't want to speak for anybody but myself, but it feels like everybody's feeling that where they're tired of everything being the same and everything just being, you know, a recycle that when Nikita and Tarkov came around, they were like, this game's hardcore. It's punishing. You're not going to like it. I don't care everybody it just struck a chord with everybody and they're like well i want to try it am i hardcore enough and then it blew up and it went from i mean i mean you probably don't know this because you're not all, all into tarkov but you know it went from like three to five thousand average players like worldwide and over they did this big event and over the weekend it went to about two hundred thousand average concurrent players like people playing the game because this huge event happened everybody got in it blew up all the big streamers were playing it I had 100,000 concurrent viewers for 24 hours yeah. straight. Me. Fair I had 186 times. viewers right now. I had 100,000 viewers. Playing wow. Tarkov. It just Watching blew my up. dumbass play Tarkov. And, yeah, no, I, and oh, because sorry. of that, like, and now it's just, it's so weird because now it's, it's just, it's not that the game has changed so much, but now the, the community's vision for it. Now everybody's like, well, I want it to be this and I want it to be that. And I don't want them to change this and I don't want them to change that. And luckily the developers so far have kind of been like, we, I don't care. Like the whole point was remember back when we were like this, we're making the game we want to make. And that's good. But it was just, it was just an interesting case study on like 
it felt like everybody wanted to play the game that was different. And then when everybody arrived, the hive mind of everybody went, how can we make this the same? And it was like, well, that was the point. That was why you arrived here because it you were told it was different. You were told it was hard. You were told this was not for everybody. So it was just interesting. What you, what you said about Death Stranding, where you're like, can't a game just be weird for the sake of being weird? And it was like, it just reminded me of this like weird explosion of popularity that happened in Tarkov. And, and it just felt like it didn't make sense to me. It was like, you all came here because this was supposed to be weird. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Just go play something else, but don't try to make it what everything else is. You know, I don't know. That's a weird mirroring of like YouTube and, and a kind of like a microcosm of YouTube and like your channel or a channel like like mine, where it's like if I had 10 million subscribers and I put my video like that I yeah. put out now, it would I don't know how it would be received. Right. It's like yeah. one of those things yeah. where it's like it's it's an it's a niche thing that the people it's a, a smaller number of people that will be like, this is the greatest shit ever and it's like life changing rather than have 10 million people say lol that was awesome give a thumbs up and then never thinking about it ever again yeah. and just click on something else you know what i mean yep uh and and i uh, get that I, even even i'm a, i'm a bit of a hypocrite on the like wanting games to not do everything i mean my freaking guilty pleasure game that i'm so excited for is star citizen and that's the most that's the most we want to do everything game that's ever existed of all time so I get it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's all weird. The idea of a game where I can go all across the universe and do whatever I want. Yeah. Like that's the fucking dream. It's the and dream. It has like insane production quality, but that, that's, and that's why it keeps like happening is because like that idea is fantastic. And then like you sit down to play something like the closest thing to that, that we can currently manage. Yep. It's not a technology issue. It's a, it's a it's a manpower it's an organizational issue it's how do you have yeah you know but uh whenever you sit down to play or whenever i sit down to play something like that like elite dangerous i guess is probably the closest yeah for sure know, no man's sky i haven't played that but you know and like you play it and it's like oh it's all right you know yeah it's i gravitate towards like when i click on doom eternal it's because i want to i want to fucking shoot some shit you know? yeah you have I a very because i want to explore it's a game has to have like one like thing it's pushing some feeling, you know? And I think that's why I'm, I'm realistic about star citizen, but also long-term optimistic because I think what gives them, what, what makes them stand the chance. Like, I don't think star citizen will be released 1.0 10 years from now. I think it'll still be in beta. It's been, you know what I mean? It's been in development for 10 years. Like it's been 10 years since their Kickstarter, like, they and it's an, it's an it's an alpha 3.13 right now it's an alpha game that's been developed for 10 years that's why i'm weirdly optimistic about it because like what happened with cyberpunk people completely separate from the guys coding the police ai who were like yeah dude they're going to like chase you down and do all this a completely separate person from that made the decision december 12th that's when that game's going to come out and then that then that had to meet in the middle where they're like, well, that means we have to cut this. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, we can push it back one month. And it's like, that's not enough time. That conversation doesn't seem to really be happening in Star Citizen because it's like 97% crowdfunded. And Chris Roberts is like, the game's done when it's done. Sorry. You know, that's it. If if such a game, it, like the go everywhere, do everything, and it's like polished, and like it's actually, yeah. you know, it's super shallow, like the police in Cyberpunk. If it's possible, 
it would be that exactly you know? because they exist because investors are going to be like all right people are excited fucking pushed out the door 100 percent. and that's why i think it's like i'm i'm realistic about it when people see me play it because i'll play it from time to time they're like should i get into this game i'm always like probably not watch it for a long time before you buy it so you can see the bugs it's not i don't think it's going to be out in the next five to seven years i'm i'm real with them about it but i just like keeping my eye on it because something about me goes if anyone's going to be able to do it it's a guy who's uh relentlessly um kind of a perfectionist and a guy not beholden to anybody right like there he's yeah. not he's not beholden to investors or shareholders so it's like i'm not saying they're gonna like, do I'm it i'm not gonna give him a fucking cent yeah, yeah. until the game is out yeah but every every year or so i'll google star citizen you know it's i've yet to use that as an example of like the go everywhere game not being possible because it's like maybe in that one situation you could do that maybe but. And, and that's, that's know. all it is for me. It's like the hope against hope. It's like, if anyone can do it, they can. So I'm just going to leave them alone and not, I'm not going to be like, man, just come on, put up, put it, put out the game, finish the game. I'm like, no, dude, you, if I, if I'm, if I'm watching my kids play this game, if it's everything you said it was going to be, I'm cool with watching my kids play it. You know what I mean? What, what it's going to, what it's going to take is somebody. And this is the kind of shit that I, I used to do, uh, in uh, I'm a software engineer um, used to do in the mobile app space is see all of these crazy complex systems and you envision all of the ways that they can be used and everybody makes their own bespoke tiny little pieces of it and I started making generic abstract um, easily customizable platforms basically you can plug in so like yeah. what it's going to take is for the commoditization of like here's a way of doing a whole city ai and like plug it in as like a fucking plug in mm -hmm. you know and all these different pieces like like steam yeah. workshop-esque like, where it's like yeah. because then then what you're essentially doing is all of the complicated shit you can plug it all in but then you can tune fine-tune everything and then put your own skin on top of it but yep. i mean no one's gonna have the time unless you have 20 years to write from scratch, pedestrian AI, police AI, doctor yeah. AI, you know, like criminal AI. There's, it's just like each one of those things is six months worth of work for five engineers. Yeah. And that's 1% of 1% of a living, breathing universe. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So. Yeah. It, what I'm curious about, so what you're talking about, is that like sort of the asset store for like say epic game like the excuse me the unreal engine so it's like an asset store but it's like entire systems but like it, I, yeah, yeah. like imagine yeah, yeah imagine if that was a thing yeah if somebody could so it's like it's like steam audio and tarkov yeah. the the valve guys built steam audio it's a framework that you can basically essentially drop in i mean you know it doesn't it's not for free you have to do some engineering work but for all intents and purposes you get 95 percent of yeah a fully binaural audio system that you can drop into a, you know, a unity game or, or an unreal engine game and, um, and then have that done. Or you can do what Tarkov did and spend five years rolling your own just to have it be not good and then delete it all and replace it with steam audio over the course of a year, yeah. you know? Oh, wow. So, that's, so that's it, it's what it's, what it's going to take is a bunch of people probably completely disparate unplanned are going to start building these systems where it's like, the the guys who made city skylines are going to be like hey we have this whole ecosystem around a, a, an economy and a building structure and blah 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 let's make this into like a generic framework 
and offer it over here. And then you have these guys who do audio. And once that stuff starts getting more generic and more um, customizable, then I think eventually we're we're going to be able to have yeah uh, a, a game like that. As soon as companies stop thinking that they are going to be able to roll everything, yes. I'm going to make my own engine from scratch. Or I'm going to make my own sound from scratch. Great. Unless you've got 20 years and a hundred million dollar, you know, like Elon Musk maybe could pull that off if he yeah. said fuck SpaceX and decided he was gonna, you know, wanted to make a fucking video game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just too much. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think I think a little bit of that kind of stuff is what Star Citizen wants to do with some of their systems around like AI economy and stuff like that. I think I've heard the some of the Star Citizen creators talk about how they basically want to invent it and then license it out to other game developers. Um, but that's yeah, that's an interesting take for sure. It's like ten percent extra work. Don't but yeah. build a custom one-off bespoke thing. Build a generic thing that could work for anything, and then yeah. and then be your first consumer yeah. of the thing. Um, because then you have a thing you can fucking license out or whatever. That's why the one fucking game that I want to make that I'll never make, but it's my dream game, is essentially like a full-on like escape room creator simulator but just the idea of being able to like drag and drop a door put it here connect a wire to a button and have like all this wiring and logic almost like minecraft under mm -hmm. the covers and then have switches and just think of all the escape rooms you go in they're literally just like padlocks and doors and secret things with combinations and whatever like imagine making a sandbox where anybody could fucking make anything they wanted to yeah and you you and then release this like totally custom Lego kind of Minecrafty thing, but with like really good graphics and but all kinds of really cool interactions. Yep. And then make a, a an escape room game because escape rooms were you know hot back before fucking coronavirus. Yeah. Um, then yeah, it would be like holy shit. It, oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. But then, but then the big idea that I had with that was like make it so that, um, and I could fucking talk about this all day, but I won't bore you guys with it. Um, but make it so that like it's interesting. That you can custom custom make from all these different elements. Like imagine breaking it down to like let me let me define how a spring works. Let mm -hmm. me define how a lever works. Let me define how a screw or a nail or struts work, like how really simple 2D game engines work. Yeah. Um, if you're able to then define that and then take assets and say like, oh, well, this thing is connected to this thing and this one has this much mass and this one has this one, this much mass and they're connected via this spring. And if you could program in logic and, and um, all these different interactions, but then the cool thing is, is that with all of these very primitive shapes and interactions between the shapes, you could then someone would have to take the time and somebody would build like a bicycle from it. They yeah. would take like a, a circle thing, a circle thing, put in some springs and whatever, right? And they'd make a bicycle. And then from there, you package that up and you put that on like the asset store. So now if anybody wants to fucking grab the bicycle, they don't have to build one themselves. They don't have yep. to go download some 3D asset somewhere. They can just grab it and, you know, off the shelf kind of thing and start using it. So then all of a sudden people can start making fucking motorcycles and cars. And then, you know, yeah. because someone builds an engine, someone builds a wheel, someone builds a crankshaft. And then you literally have like the foundation for fucking building anything that's interactive. Yeah. It's like the sandbox for fucking all the things. Um, yeah. You, you need something like that. They, they they're going to, someone's going to need to build a sandbox 
like the first game that's go anywhere do anything is going to be like a mod in minecraft it's yeah. going to be something like that like done by a community over the course of years in a sandbox yeah it definitely can't be like with actual economic restriction because people that just gave you a million dollars to make a game whenever you're like oh it's ready or it's it's everything is there but it's not perfect yet you know the, the yeah. posters look wrong <laughs> you know they're, they're gonna be like shut the fuck up really yeah yeah you know? uh but yeah it definitely wouldn't be within like a normal studio like with cyberpunk 2077 i was like if it doesn't work here like i'm i'm officially i can't buy into this again you know yeah yeah and yeah. I wasn't even that hyped for it because I was like, Ugh. yeah, it's the true. Though. Turned me off. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it failed because the, the I two week, uh, the two week delay. The second that happened, yeah. I was like, this game is fucked. You don't do that. That nope. makes no sense. Like I'm, I'm not a software developer. I got a, a Python for dummies, <laughs> like <laughs> in my fucking bed right now. But like I know that there's no technical reason to just be like, oh no, it's fine, it's good, it's ready to release. But we decided anyway, to yeah, be, you know, to be nice or whatever. Two, the no, the was. two weeks, two weeks at a game that scale is Nothing. like it, the most unbelievable. Oh God, I, I can't imagine it, it. It's it's like if you had a hundred page essay due and you went to your teacher and you were like, hey, sorry, I've only got this one page, but I was almost done. Yeah. Can I just have an extension? Can I get 10 more you know? minutes? Yeah. It's like, like what? I, I knew as soon as they said that, because you can get nothing done. In two weeks, you can make a one-line change that you have to then get code reviewed by 50 fucking engineers and then put through QA that needs to get regression tested for the whole entire... There's nothing you can do in two weeks. There's literally nothing you can yeah. do in a mobile app that I wrote with one developer that's open source that has 50 screens and and that was weeks, why, not enough time. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm talking about, where it's like it's so interesting because like you were saying, DJ, it's like if this doesn't work, I can't buy into this again. Because CD Project Red has this history and legacy of care, care for their games and quality and support. And you know what I mean? The Witcher 3 really, really put them on the map for like the masses and stuff like that. And so there was this trust, you know, they talked about really early on in development, you know, no microtransactions and this, and it's going to be this. And you're like, oh man, if anybody can do it, they can do it. And then what didn't turn me off wasn't like the community hype around the game. It was the marketing hype around the game. It was that when you look back, when you see how colossal of a failure it was like at launch for you know a lot of the players, the console players and stuff like that. And then you look at the previous 12 months of marketing it's like, that's such a breach of trust to me. Like you guys went harder than I've ever seen a game go. It was every Twitch ad. It was every YouTube ad. It was every banner on every site. It was on Instagram. It was on TikTok. It was just like, they went so hard. And that was like the marketing. It just, it, it, that turned me off. And then the fact that they were so unprepared, it was, it was just such a weird thing. So that it just, once again, I go back to Star Citizen. It was like, I feel so bad because, man, holy cow. Do you remember the very first teaser for Cyberpunk 2077, that real slow-mo thing with the girl like yeah. out on the road and she had the mantis blades? That came out like seven years ago or something like that. It was forever ago. And it just made me feel so bad for the people that have been freaking in their office, in their cubicle, coding that game starting from that point. 
to to get pushed to release it and then th- and then it you know there it it got no man's skied where it was just like you you got to know you got to know how many levels suck. how many how many layers of abstraction there are between the guy who knows the code inside out and knows the status of the product yeah to the guy who's who is the manager of the team there's already so many different layers of understanding that are so fucking different that then they have to then talk to their boss who then ends up in a meeting with marketing yep. and you know the nine other teams they're so far from like what happens when you press the fucking r button and how does this exactly <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> work and feel and it's just they're two yep. different things they're they're completely different entities with two, they're not even two heads on the same body they're two separate bodies in two different buildings running around doing their own thing yep. and you know the marketing people are like how's it looking over there good Okay, great. Yeah, we're going to be ready to release in two weeks. And then I was always the engineer back in the robotics company I worked at. I was always the one that was like, I would always be eavesdropping on conversations and I would stand up and be like, we can't do that. Like, no, no, no. (laughs) I'd always have to be the one that was like, and my boss was always like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, I am not fucking signing up to for failure. I will not be, I will not be someone who fucking fails at something that I'm delivering, I can deliver this, this, and this. And I say that to my boss's boss's boss. I can do this. And if we do anything more than that, you're not going to get it. Or two out of the three of these things are going to be fucking broken and or not yeah. working. And if you're okay with that, fine. But don't think you're going to get all three of them in this time because yep. it ain't going to happen. Uh, yep. Yeah. And I was I was some favorite and I was some people's fucking least favorite <laughs> for that. The worst but. Part, uh, I'm sorry. I just The worst part is when your boss is like... Uh, like you can watch your boss talk, or your boss's boss talk to your boss, and you're literally watching, like, uh, the pain you're about to experience because your boss's <laughs> yeah. boss is like, "So y'all can do this by X time," and your boss is like, "Oh yeah," oh, it's like yeah. you know your boss. Yeah, <laughs> you that is absolutely fucking not going to get done by that time. Yep, and it's just it, it's just not within the realm of possibility. You know, yep. it's, and it's, we're just yeah. in this weird place with with gaming where it's like. And it's weirdly such a disconnect, right? Because that's what they all think we want. They think the gamers want everything, the living, breathing world, the the everything. And then they execute it poorly. And we're just like, dude, we just want something. Like you were saying, where it's like, it doesn't have to have a thousand hours of unique content for me to play. Just make it good enough for me to want to play it twice. Like, that's See, that's not the criticism, though. The criticism is, oh, it's a fucking broken piece of shit. LOL. Yeah. So then the game developers don't fucking learn. That's they true. just go and say, oh, okay, we yeah. didn't fail because we flew too close to the sun. We failed because we didn't have enough money or we didn't have enough time or we yeah. didn't have enough whatever. And it was like, why is it I'm playing Super Mario 64 more than anything? And the <laughs> game came out in 1996 and I can play this. But it's because the movement is fucking genius. And, you know, like, oh, yeah. there's got so many of these dumb elements. So many things are lost. Yep. Oh, oh. It's so sad and depressing. It is. When I was playing Cyberpunk 2077, I couldn't stop. I'm not a big RPG guy. But like, so you know how in most RPGs here, I'll actually, I'll imitate it right now. Hello. Thank you for bringing me the 10 bear pelts. Like they just fucking, they stare yeah. at you and that's it, you know? And I'm like picturing oblivion face. It's just because there's so much. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten better, but there's just, you know, even like, the outer worlds, you know, came out like last year yep. and, you know, Obsidian's not the biggest developer, but still, and it's, it's cause there's so much dialogue and there's so many options. It's difficult to just direct that, yeah. you know, like how should they be moving? 
with Cyberpunk 2077, there was so much like direction. There was like fucking blocking happening. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that's really that alone. You put that in an RPG, I'm fucking sold. I yep. love that. Like, that's interesting. And yet, like, you look at the marketing, or it, it's not the marketing, it's just like the rest of the game was just such a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. You know, like, I, I was originally going to make a video just about that because i found that so fascinating and just how much more engaged i was mm, with, the, yeah. with the dialogue for that reason but because uh, they probably had seven really creative smart fucking dudes working on those features and then a bunch of schmucks working on fucking everything else yeah. and the people in charge didn't see they some random game developer producer dude someone his manager is not gonna know the difference between the cinematic blocking of a fucking NPC interaction. Yeah. They want to, is it fun? Is it fucking awesome? Does it have the features that everybody wanted from the magazine that I heard about last year at E3? Yeah. How many nipples can we put in the trailer? Yeah. <laughs> How I many mean. nipples can we put on one breast? Yeah. I know this is this is an ancient joke, but how, how many penises are there? <laughs> we need another point on the back of the box. Four penises? Dude. 18 playable pastas. Yeah. It's, <sighs> it's weird. And it'll be interesting to see where games go. I know this was a long stretch from our stalker conversation, but it's just, it, it's interesting to see even, yeah, other games that even aren't traditionally trying to position themselves like that are starting to, and it just feels like, oh. I mean, like Escape from Tarkov, I tried that exclusively because. Well, number one, like all my friends had been talking about it back when I was in Germany, you know, like endlessly. Mm, and I was Germans like, yeah, love I that. Care. But, you know, uh, oh, well, I mean, they, they were Americans just oh, stationed okay. there. But, you know, they, although I feel like Germans would like that. I don't know. There are a lot of they, cool very, German streamers yeah. that play it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just Germany is, it's so bizarre because I'm from Texas originally. You walk into like a grocery store or like a corner store and like they'll say hi, like the people working there or something. <laughs> and like, in Germany, like you'll walk into like a bakery and the German like at the counter will just and just fucking stare <laughs> in your face. I'm like, oh. That's how I feel like when I walk into the bannered mare and they're like all the NPCs just turn and follow you like, oh shit. <laughs> they're literally like Bethesda NPCs, except they don't they except Bethesda NPCs will walk up to you like I, I work for Bellator at the general goods store. Germans don't waste a fucking syllable. That's <laughs> yeah, so funny. They, don't, they want to tell you about their lost ring that they. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, I was the, asking, like, do you know any work I can do? And they're like, what? <laughs> tell me some rumors. What do you mean? Oh, fucking. Okay, so one of the things I that we can uh, we've been going for a while. We can we can wrap up with is I just heard before we started this that uh, that you are streaming on Twitch. Uh, <sighs> you recently got affiliate uh, apparently. I just uh, I like didn't it's know that. it's literally like you know I'm just like oh, man I'm bored and I feel like 20 people calling me a cuck <laughs> on my left screen like that it's entertaining you know it's that's, very that's what I need in my life but uh, yeah I mean I, I just do it uh, you know if people watching this would like to watch that then you know by all means but it's I you know like I said no schedule so you know I right don't on webcam set up. I'm uh I, I already dropped the follow. I'm gonna be hanging out and I would holy shit, that was really loud. I don't think you guys heard it, but I did. Um <laughs> uh you got a sweet Twitch Prime ad when I opened up your thing, so you, there's your 
eleven hundredths of a cent you just got paid. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure I'll be. I'm sure I'll be hanging out and just chilling because I like to have chill streams on in the background. It looks like you did an editing stream once. Fuck! I'll, if you do that again, I'll have to. I'm gonna watch that VOD actually. I, yeah, I, I would actually, watch your editing streams. You can watch the VOD, but it, it sort of breaks down. Like I was having issues. I found out they were unrelated. Like the uh, the file. First of all, editing like the the video file becomes corrupted. Mm. It's the worst Oof. fucking feeling. But uh, it 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 was an unrelated issue. I thought it was a streaming software because that had never happened. It was the you know yeah. But anyway, I'll I'll be doing that in the future. But that vod is it's 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 just me cursed. And yeah, it, there's nothing going on. You know. Yeah. All right. Noted. Noted. But anyway, so if you guys want to check it out, um, is Twitch is DJ underscore Peach underscore Cobbler. Um, Do I've already it. dropped my follow. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna be hanging out. And if you haven't watched every single fucking video he's, Yo, he's made on YouTube, you're literally banned permanently from my stream. Just come <laughs> in and tell me what your name is on YouTube and Twitch so that I can just perma ban you. I'm working on a bot that will mm -hmm. perma ban you from everybody's fucking stream on every platform in yep. one click. Boom. Um roasted. And that's the first defense is uh, not having watched all of uh, there's gonna be fucking homework. All right, a pop quiz at any point in my stream on Peach Cobbler. And how many people uh, live in New Jersey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Thank dude, you. thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, this seriously. Awesome. Thank you for taking yeah. the time. It's been, it's, yeah, it was genuinely something where we like, we found your con. It wasn't just like, we need to talk to this guy because he's blown up on YouTube. It was like, we both just genuinely were like, dude, this content is, is good. It's original. It felt, it felt feels like everything that you say it is which is like you you care about it right like you weren't just like trying to you know Fortnite dances and big red arrows in your thumbnail like you were just making something that you had feelings about and it was cool the way i put it to veritas last time it was like what's cool about your videos is that i feel like you didn't the algorithm didn't teach you something you taught the algorithm something like that's why I, that's what I feel like you blew up is like because like your content like the algorithm was like yo why people are watching this and it was just cool to see that where it felt like you were just you were just doing your thing and the and YouTube was like people are liking this so um so yeah we were we, I gotta I gotta say I gotta say too on that note if the algorithm tomorrow God forbid flips around and you are back to 60,000 views on every video and nothing ever blows up further than whatever. Just know that that if if I am 160,000th of any of those views, it's so much more of a fucking enjoyable 20, 30 minutes of my time than almost everything else out there. Keep if as long as you're enjoying it, keep fucking making it because it's it's good. It, it yeah it's it's worth it's the total value uh that, that you're like contributing to humanity uh <laughs> is 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 worth more with 50,000 views times one DJ okay views times DJ Peach Cobbler is greater than a million views times not DJ Peach Cobbler <laughs> That makes sense, right? You guys get yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Like a cobbler view is it's worth two. It's worth at least two. A little more. Oh, a cobbler view you. is worth two. There's I mean, something I, there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I'm pretty sure what started all this was I messaged Veritas on t Twitter, right? I'm pretty sure I, I initiated the comp or you you no you tweeted about me. And I saw you. Oh yeah. Like I, I got a comment, some random comment, and because I read all my comments. 
and he was like i'm so glad i came here like y'all mentioned me in one of your podcasts and i was like it, the word the word he used was shout out and it used to be mentioned but like in the past month it's become a shout out <laughs> and uh I was like, oh, fucking, I've never been shouted out before. I got I got to see this, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, I, you know, I, I definitely don't think there's anything cynical in this. I, you know, I'm really glad y'all had me on. It's I've never done this before. I'm sorry. I know I rambled on. There's a reason. Uh, even my dumbest videos are heavily scripted. <laughs> welcome you know, welcome to my world, buddy. I've got 50 page scripts that end up as a four hour edit that then end up as a 40 minute video that people say was way too fucking long. And I didn't get the point. So. <laughs> No, I, I get that struggle, man. <sighs> well, dudes, yeah, seriously. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you guys, everybody that's been hanging with us live. We'll have the, the video up on the podcast YouTube channel early next week. The audio up on all the places. Spotify, uh, it's a weekly show, so we'll be here next week. Please, we're going to have all of the, for people that weren't here live, we'll have all the DJ Peach Cobblers, you know, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff in the description. Please, 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 please go check them out. Any of the videos are just bangers and uh yeah so we're a weekly show we'll be back next week maybe there'll be some tarkov news probably not um but thank you guys for hanging and we'll definitely see y'all on the next one peace